I got this Uber One tip for ya. Hot membership, oh yeah. To save on rides and eat. Savings. Uber One is good as gold. Uber <laughs> One is good as gold. <laughs> I love good as gold. I will never stop loving good I as gold. I want that to be my surprise song at the Taylor Swift concert. <laughs> I wish Taylor's she like, come we out. got any VPR fans out there? Uber One is good. It's got to be the Uber One version. Sheena and Ariana come out and Lala. Yes. And all Lala. of them. Savings. <laughs> I... Well, okay, if you're in America you pro- or anywhere. Also, hey. Oh, um, hello <laughs> and welcome back to the Pretty Little Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Phoebe. I'm Caroline. And today we're recapping season three, episode seven of Pretty Little Liars called Crazy. Whoa, did you Google that before? Yeah, did you because just remember? I, okay, well, because you mentioned Pride it. Month and I'm an ally. I did um, create... And you didn't acknowledge them. Oh, sorry. I was But busy. they were cute. They are cute. I actually really like them. I updated them for the new episode announcements for June. Hey, everyone. PSA. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. No, this is a different PSA. <laughs> PSA, your Instagram likes, like your comment likes are public. You can see, Wait. Wh- this is all going to make sense, but this just reminded me of this. Belmont University, my alma mater, just posted something for Pride Month. Okay. It's a Christian school. Okay. So ruffling some feathers. Ew, uh, whatever. And I just want, I know that none of these people are listening to this podcast, but like. What's wrong with you? Like grow well, up? Also, I mean, the people making the comments, but then. Your likes, if you're liking these comments, it's not anonymous. First of all, I didn't know that. Everybody's looking. Like, I mean, all of my friends and I are like, oh my God, did you see who liked all these fucking homophobic comments? (gasps) It's like, first of all, why are you spending so much time in the comment section of this Why do you literally? Why do you care? This is the thing. Okay. I just, ugh. I cannot understand the people who are like, I love Jesus, treat everybody with kindness. And then they're like, except you. I can't, that, <laughs> that doesn't check out for me. It doesn't check out for me. But what I think is worse is when people are like. Pretending that they're like. No, that bothers me. Good but people. when people are like, we are called to love. But this me, I'm holding you accountable and that's me showing you love. Ew. Yeah. If someone said that to me, I would eviscerate them <laughs> verbally i know you would potentially physically because don't ever speak those <laughs> words to me how dare you i just oh my god also like, don't you love how the anti-woke side who has been like are all ugly they're all unattractive <laughs> yeah i do love that but they've been like fuck cancel culture nobody can say anything anymore but, like, I don't remember the last time, really, there were a ton of boycotts for these brands because they did any, like, the, these massive boycotts and these cancelings of companies are coming 
from people on the right who are like, yeah. oh, you're feeding into the woke people. I know. You guys are the most sensitive demographic right now. L- I mean, you g- literally oh, so wah, wah. They so made one sensitive. fucking beer with a trans woman on it and you can't drink it anymore? I know. They are so You're so sensitive. masculine. They're you're babies. so brave. They're babies. You little baby. You guys go party in the diaper. <laughs> <laughs> Change your diaper, you little shithead. I'm not changing your fucking diaper. Sit in it, bitch. Sit in it. And if you're like, a bigot, sit in it. And they're also fucking stupid because they're like, okay, I'm not going to buy Bud Light. I'm going to buy Bush Light. They're all made by the wow, same delicious. fucking companies. Also, s- maybe stop drinking shitty beers. <laughs> That's like a good idea. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like have a fucking Cosmo sometime. <laughs> yeah, See what you're sure. fucking missing and be like, oh my God. Because you know what? I've never met a gay person who doesn't love a Cosmo. Because gay people are fun. And... <laughs> And (laughs) 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 And I don't care. You keep that in if you want. Um, Anyway, guys, happy Pride Month to all who celebrate. And if you don't celebrate or observe, then fuck off. Stop listening to the podcast. (laughs) You're not welcome here. Um, Yeah. Happy Pride. We're so grateful for the LGBTQ community. My life would literally suck without you yeah so. caroline would have almost no personality I, I would have no personality no friends <laughs> uh no personality no friends no m- good music to listen to like i would have nothing yeah so it's about me um <laughs> <laughs> and but for real if we haven't made it so clear in the year that you've been listening like gay pride <laughs> <laughs> I think from, like, the jump, it's been pretty clear. <laughs> Sometimes I get so nervous that, like, anybody would have, like, would think otherwise. Mom responded to her story and said, I don't know what she's referring to, but it says, this girl looks like one of either Frog or Toad. Not sure who is who. From the kids' book, Frog and Toad. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Wait, but the way I like how she said, <laughs> from Frog and Toad. From the, the kids, book. kids book. Did you guys know that our mom wrote a kids book? Yeah. Everybody go buy it on Amazon. This girl as in Aria Montgomery. <laughs> is who she's referring to. <laughs> so um, not sure who is who. Looks like one of either frog or toe. Not sure who is who. Mom does not know the anatomical differences between a frog and a toad. I love frog and toad. I, I think, think we should both, like, if, like, because I just saw that you liked the message, but, like, I think I should also get to like it, and it should show two likes, because there are two people in the account. I won't say running. I won't say two people running the account. Mm-mm. Guys, what do you think of my social media skills? Yeah, it's just gas, Caroline, out this Pride Month. Because <laughs> I'm an ally in Pride Month and um, I deserve it. Let's look at the... Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Um, guys, I saw Tom Sandoval in The Most Actress. And before you come for me, I didn't buy the tickets. Mom did. Tickets are also $22, which I think is more embarrassing. Do you think it's an Easter egg? Do you think he's going to be on Speak Now? <laughs> How dare Dear you? Tom. Hey, you, fuck you. <laughs> Don't even speak that. Wait, also we have to talk about that in a second. So keep talking okay. and then I'm making anyway, a note of it. My mom and I went to the Tom Sandoval and the Most Extras concert at Jurgles in Warrendale, Pennsylvania. Not even Pittsburgh. This is a pay-to-play bar, by the way. You can go on their website and request to play a show there. So he paid to play there. How he much? Has, I don't know, but he has a nine-person band that he's paying to play with him. By the way, cover band, no original songs. He has a nine-person band that he's paying. So let's think about this, okay? 
$22 a ticket. You have to pay to play. You have to pay your nine band members. You have to pay any help you have moving equipment. You have to pay for travel and lodging, probably for all of those people. Did you make a single cent or are you in debt? Did you pay your mom back yet? You know, he took his mom's retirement money, like over $200,000 for Schwartz and Sandy's. And on the reunion, Andy was like, have you paid her back? And he's like, no, but she's like, fine. She wouldn't have given it to me if like she wasn't. He's not ever going to be able to pay it back. The reunion? Chef's Kiss, incredible television. It really was. I want all 10 hours uncut. I know. Well, are you on Peacock? mom is i need to look at it i just watched the so i watched obviously the normal app on wednesday i was watching it on the plane i think there were probably a bunch of people watching it on the plane oh i'm sure you were having a communal experience a shared experience for sure it's just it's just in it's like i don't think it can get more unbelievable but it just does and uh, raquel has absolutely she's a sociopath i'm literally you i'm looking at sheena sobbing because you took a restraining out a straining order out against Sheena. You have like affected Sheena's relationship with her daughter, who means literally everything to her. Sheena rode so hard for Raquel. Sheena was always like, I mean, she's defending her to Allie. She's defending her to everyone. And so did Ariana, by the way, so did Ariana. And to think that like, I mean, Sheena housed Raquel, Raquel fucked people in Sheena's house on Sheena's kitchen counter in Sheena's bed. Like she paid for her to have a place to live. There's something really wrong with her. And then like when she still honestly I'm glad she's getting the help she needs, but like it better be legit because if that picture of Tom Sandoval on the phone with Raquel Mm -hmm. is real, then I'm sorry, you're not in a mental health facility. You're not getting the help you need if you have access to your phone, to social media. That's not gonna help you get better, girl. I have two problems. Well, I have a lot of problems, but two just came to mind. One is their inability to hold themselves accountable. In her entire interview with Andy, he she basically was like, I think Ariana knew, but like she just didn't want to. And Andy's push like, it sounds it. like you're blaming Ariana. And she's like, Oh, I mean, but well, whatever. And it's like, no, she clearly didn't fucking want it. She clearly had no idea. You know, but as much as I hate Raquel, Tom also, like, I've seen some people who are like, I think Raquel's worse than Tom. Well, Tom was the one in the relationship, yeah. okay? And not only that, he was taking advantage of a girl who was obviously operating at a much lower level IQ than the general population. A girl's dumb as rocks, okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm not being mean. I'm stating facts. She is stupid. And Tom, and she's also like my age, and he's 40, okay? It's gross. And it's like he absolutely is in this position of power on the television show with Lisa Vanderpump, blah, blah, blah. He's abusing that position of power. And, like, absolutely, Raquel was a victim of manipulation in this. I agree. However, her ability to continue this for eight months to and not feel guilty. be best friends with mm-hmm. Ariana and to not feel, not, like... But the thing is, because she's so stupid, she doesn't understand the full scope of what she did. I still don't think she gets I it. I don't think so either, because when he came back into her, into the bus, and she was she's like, like, it was hey. really hurtful, the yeah. way you're talking about how you were that's intimate. That's exactly what said. Sorry, that's what I was going to say. With your girlfriend. Well, when he's like, she's like, it sounds like you guys like have this good relationship, and you were like, having sex. And Tom's like, well, well, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And so it's like, he was telling her a story, and look, 
I think Raquel should rot in hell. There is not a single ounce of me that forgives her. Thinks she should not be held accountable for this. I just think like Tom he definitely was telling has her a little a bit story. more to answer for. Yeah, him. for sure. And he's being a little bit too righteous for oh my taste. Oh my god! I when cannot he, believe when he's like, "This is just the get out of jail free card." And like, then James yeah, was like, yeah, "It is. <laughs> yeah, it is the fucking get out of jail free card, dude." Like, yeah. Sorry, you did it. You have no legs to stand on in any argument that is being had. He's like, Lala, you're not taking accountability. She's like, for what? Like, what did I do? And I I also love when they try try to be like, Lala, you did the same thing. And she's like, I wasn't best friends. No, no. I wasn't best friends with her. They've all cheated. They're all a little bit morally corrupt. That's why they make good reality television. Andy said that. But when he said it, I was kind of like, I don't like the way that you said I that. I think because he has to, though. He has to pl- kind of try to be unbiased. I guess, but the way he's... I was like... But he's not unbiased. But he has to try to... Ariana has no fault in this. No. And I just... It makes it made it sound like she... Well, I mean, she's the least guilty of cheating also in the whole group. She and because Tom cheated, right, when they got together? Is, yeah, she and Tom, I guess, there was like... An, I mean, who knows what the truth is, but they had a night together... Um, when he was still with Kristen when he was still with Kristen and he said the exact shit about Kristen he was like we weren't having sex we were more like roommates than anything oh my god Um, you were always so negative like we it was all fake for the kid like I mean literally it was like it's like verbatim what he's saying now he was saying about Kristen but Kristen said it best she's like our relationship was was out of convenience it was not real we were broke Mm -hmm. we were roommates like we were I mean it was completely he wasn't her life partner. Yeah. It's definitely very different. And Ariana was a, is, a, is an amazing partner. Like, mm-hmm. Kristen is, like, cheating on Tom left and right. So, like, that definitely wasn't the right relationship for them. But then, like, Ariana is so ride or die for Tom. Like, uh. when she says, like, that is true. She can back. Th- I could go back and watch every episode of Vanderpump and, and that's brave. back her up. Being ride or die for that man. I know. That Even when brave. he was wrong. Like, she was, like having his back and it's just so fucked up i can't and that's what she said in the um, wrap my head around it. even when like because alex when she was on caller daddy mm-hmm. alex cooper was like what drew you to him and she's still like you can hear in the way that she talks about him that she still sees the tom that she i know fell in i know love even when she's like i've never called you dumb on the reunion she's like i've never called you dumb until today because today you were acting dumb mm-hmm. and it's like no you can just fucking say yeah. it he's, he's an idiot dumb <laughs> He is dumb. Do you but f- honestly, Ariana was like, I'm going to make this the best thing that has ever happened to me. Yeah. And she has. And I think she took a tip from Stephanie Germanata and said that whole, that quote where she's like, I don't want uh, my boyfriend to be able to walk into a bodega in New York without seeing my face or hearing my voice. That is what Ariana is doing. She said yes to every single brand deal and good for fucking her. She said karma her. is my boyfriend Yeah, Yes, now. she did Facts. say that. <laughs> Facts. Um, oh, you wanted to talk about that. Or no, maybe you didn't. Somebody asked us to discuss. Before um, we get there, okay. do you feel like Lisa... Lisa's not riding for Ariana the way that I was hoping no, she Lisa's would. No, Lisa's being a little messy, but Lisa has a financial investment in the Tom. So I think, like, mm. she's a little bit trying to protect herself. I think, honestly, Lisa could go from the show at this point. <laughs> I'm, like, over her. And and I, like, James is like, Lisa, you're defending Tom too much. You're defending Tom too much. I loved is it. Is James not coming back? What? I thought I saw a tweet that said he was fired. What? Have contracts gone out yet? No, I don't think so. Okay. And I heard Jack, mom said Jax might be coming back. There are a lot of rumors swirling that a lot of people might come back. 
There are also apparently, you know, there's a bombshell on the third part of the reunion coming on Wednesday that could affect whether or not people want to come back. Have you heard that? Mm-hmm. So like in the one-on-ones that I guess Tom, Ariana and Raquel had one-on-ones with Andy during those, something is revealed and nobody else knows it because it was in the one-on-one um, I have chills. And I, appara- I know. And so apparently whatever is revealed and I need more Raquel. I need more Raquel in the reunions. I need to fucking hear her talk. Mm-hmm. Like I'm ready for like Put bring it on. I need it. Yeah, I know. I need it to be a three hour reunion this coming week yes. because I need it. I need it. I want to watch every bit of footage. I I watch all the footage on the cutting room floor. Mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck if there's dead moments. I don't care. I, I will all. take a week off work mm-hmm. and watch that <laughs> whole fucking thing. I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you're one of those people, and I doubt we have many of these people listening to the podcast, but people who talk down to the enjoyers of reality TV and drama. Oh, you mean like my husband, Anthony? Absolutely fuck off with that. Anthony said this to me. Let yourself have fun. I know. Anthony said this to me. He was like, it's not, how is Vanderpump always on? It's not the NFL. How is it? And I was like, actually... Hold your fucking tongue. It's my NFL. That's what I'm saying. It's like this is my Super Bowl. There's actually there's a guy I saw a TikTok of this guy who was like, um, he was like on his way to work and he was talking and he was like, I honestly don't think that there is anything in my life that I'm genuinely passionate about the way that Taylor Swift fans are passionate about Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah. He was like, there is nothing and that it's like, I like how sad. He was like, I couldn't. There's nothing right now that I would feel comfortable spending a thousand dollars on just to stand at the back row of a stadium in a dress that I or an outfit that I spent months putting together, sobbing because I can see someone thousands of yards away and get just like there's no nothing in my life that would bring me that much joy. And he was like, "What have I done wrong? Yeah, that I haven't." had that and it's like maybe you just haven't found it yet have you watched vanderbump rules well, he, now everybody's having him he, ah! he made a video he made a video and he was like all right everybody send me like your taylor swift plans of like the best way to listen to her music and get into it oh and my he was God. like maybe that will be the thing for me oh my it was God. Kind okay, of but sweet. i love that i, I love, love that especially approach. when straight guys are yeah. like willing to be like it's there's got to be something to here. Everything. I'm so over it. It really, I'm, I'm so over it. It is unless not we hate make it. you cool. Unless we hate it. <laughs> it does not make you cool or interesting to like, just have a negative opinion about everything. And Anthony and I literally got in a fight because, <laughs> because of this, because of the Vanderpump thing, because he was like, I want to hang out with you. I want to spend time with you. And I was like, okay, well I'm, you know, it's Wednesday night at 9 PM. So I'm watching Vanderpump. You're welcome to watch it with me. And he's like, no, I don't want to watch it. And like, he'll like talk shit and be like, it's stupid. It's not real. And I like, it's so when, mad. When, when the fall comes around and it's mm, 8 and p.m. on a Sunday I night. I was like, I don't talk shit on you Your for Vanderpump rules. football reruns, by the way. <laughs> Vanderpump rules is only an hour. That's what I said. I was like, it is an hour A Steelers hour a football week. game is four. I love getting to turn off my brain mm-hmm. at the end of the day, which by the way, I work long hours. I work well past 5 p.m. teaching. So when I finally get to turn off my brain, I can't fucking wait. But Sheena Shea's delusional ass on my television screen because that is my comfort. It's I mean, I I just think that if men get to love sports as much as they do their whole life and it's all that they know about, all that yeah. they talk about, all that's on the TV and ever. Also, women are expected to like 
be like, oh, yeah. Play along. Mm-hmm. Wait, it's like, it's like I'm not even asking that of you. But it's because. I'm it's not asking you to sit down and watch women. it with me. I'm just saying, like, don't annoy me about it. Like, just let me mm-hmm. and don't judge me and be annoying. I'm not even asking you to participate. Yeah. I don't want you to participate if you're going to have. And then he's like, well, so then this Wednesday night, I didn't want him to watch. I was like, no, you can't. You have to go. Like, it's time for me to sit down and watch this. You need to go. He's like, I'm not even allowed. And I was like, this isn't fair because when I ask you to watch it with me, you're like, I don't want to do it. It's so stupid. And now you're like, I w-. and it's like, I'm sorry. I'm not going to listen to you shit on something that I love <laughs> <laughs> during this hour and a half. It's, a be- it's the hour and a half I've looked forward to for an entire week for seven days. Yes. And you're going to try and take Have you me. seen the bars that have started like reality TV bars? We should open one. I can't believe I didn't we have that idea. We should open one. Uh, I know. We should I open know. one. Oh my god! And on nights when there isn't, we can do trivia and then karaoke and karaoke. It's like every night's a theme night. Wait, I was talking to my friends last night, so we're planning a trip to Asheville, North Carolina. And, and yes, this is where we're announcing that it's actually we're going on tour <laughs> <laughs> and we're kicking it off in Asheville, North Carolina. Oh my God, I wish, girl. Look, One if day. Tom Sandoval, the most extras, can go <laughs> on tour with their cover band, we can go on tour. Um, anyway, so we are going to Asheville in November and um, we do like a big trip every year and it's usually like chaos and we have theme nights and this year we're going for like more days than we ever have and we're talking about like what theme nights we're gonna do so for example like my birthday party when we went to Chicago one year was we did celebrity themed and everybody just had to dress up like a celebrity really great theme um we also did a roast not such a good idea Um, (laughs) which actually let me just say everybody who knows Caroline knew from a mile away (laughs) that was a bad idea (laughs) Like, it was also my idea. Actually, <laughs> mom and I talked about it. We were like, is she sure about that? <laughs> like, I don't think that she's oh going to actually God. like that. Oh and she God. didn't. No. Well, I mean, there was only like one thing I didn't like. No one was actually like mean to me. Mm-mm. What could they say? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I need a, a few people to prove what I'm going to say to make sure that like I'm not going to get that shot. You're not being too yeah, mean. Yeah. Um, it's also not the first roast I've come up with or been a part <laughs> of um anyway so we did that once we d- we always have it like around halloween too so we'll do like a halloween night we'll do like a formal night we did a witch night where everyone had to dress up like a different witch <laughs> kelly kelly has the tendency <laughs> kelly's obsessed trips, with painting, painting her entire herself. body i think we've mentioned that with the when she was um skull Coffee. bones oh yeah she was she was dry bones, dry bones. she also the night so the year i got engagement to gettysburg <laughs> And the night before the engagement, so we did like the first night was like a Halloween. The second night was formal night. And the second night is also when I got engaged. But the Halloween night, Kelly was like, I don't think I'm like doing much. This like I partic- don't really. Yeah, that's and like my family, so goes, I mean, my family, oh, they are my family. My friends go all fucking out. Like they're, it's not, no expenses spared. Like these costumes are, are thoughtfully planned out for months and executed perfectly so she was like i know that like everyone's gonna be mad at me but i'm just like not really gonna do much and then she painted her entire body pink <laughs> <laughs> and she was poppy and from she the had, trolls like, a, movie she had, like, a perfect wig, wig too. the dress she went to like goodwill and got like a children's <laughs> dress painted her arms her face her neck everything pink i'm sure put that, on pink I, tights i'm sure kelly's she, she was like 
in her head she was like i need to make sure they know i'm not going all out because i'm not gonna like actually paint my whole body literally she's <laughs> like i'm not gonna do like contour i'm not gonna get like different shades of pink paint and do like a contour makeup no but so um <laughs> then we did salem you not last year but the year before mm-hmm. and that one um we did like a witch night and kelly of bought course. a children's <laughs> witch outfit and painted her whole body green <laughs> and i was glinda and she was alvaba and it was there actually some pretty phenomenal pictures of kelly like performing from it that it was uh, yeah it was genius so anyway this time we're deciding what we're gonna do and i was like i want to do a barbie night where everyone oh, has like dress yes. up in like barbie core we talked i really want to do a barbies versus brats night mm. i think that'd be fun i also want to do a theme party called serving cunt at candyland <laughs> um <laughs> Wait, with like a candy you know what but i saw something someone said greta gerwig should do a movie like barbie on Candyland. oh my god and like follow through like okay fo- i'm shouldn't sign she? me up send me up <laughs> sorry send me the script Greta. send me the script and i'll send in my tape um yeah so anyway but i was talking about how like you know some people get tattoos of like a heart and it says mom in the heart. And like, I want that same tattoo, but instead of mom, it says theme nights, <laughs> theme parties. Mm-hmm. And like that, that's my love language. Totally. A theme party. Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> right? I, do, I do love a theme. There's nothing better than a fucking theme. Sly. There's just not. No. Okay. Um, What's in the note? Let me see. Oh, well, mom wanted us to talk about ginger ale. Some of the things that were sent in for the <laughs> Karma Ice Spice remix. Bad. Okay, but, but like it's kind of camp now. I don't know why it's that bad though. <laughs> everyone was like, I was like, what could what could this possibly sound like? Based on everyone's reactions, then I heard it. I was like, Well, I was really like expecting fine. it to be I was it's so excited fast. for it. I yeah, I was expecting it to be a faster like yeah. I don't know why they slowed it down. Because it's not even like she's just talking slowly. They changed the beat in the yeah. second verse so that it's slower and it just doesn't doesn't yeah. work i am of i think the unpopular opinion that i don't think it was for pr oh i don't think it was either a lot of people do because of Manny healy's I comments don't, I but don't i think, think so. i think people are underestimating how long it takes for yeah. that to happen and i then, think taylor was like ice spice is on top right now yeah and they met i mean but also like i love that she was every night of uh, her met life tour she came out and like and i'm like anyone that has shit to say about taylor it's like she is obviously nice she is obviously cool like or these awesome people would not be agreeing to do this Mm -hmm. i'm sorry they just would they don't need to Mm -hmm. like they don't and i just also i saw an article about they were like would we really and this is just what's bothersome to me about the whole maddie healy situation is that First of all, I feel like fans, especially now with social media, feel this ownership Mm -hmm. over who she gets to associate herself Mm -hmm. with. And you can be upset with who Maddie Healy is or Mm -hmm. things that he said for sure. I think that there is a level of like glamorizing what he's... That's the wrong word. But like if you really dig into some of what he said or like things that have happened, I just think... I don't know. I'm not as upset about it maybe as i guess I, sh- I just don't feel like it matters that much who she's dating i just think like they're not gonna end up together so no. like who really cares you know and they've been fr- you didn't care when they were just friends you just got out of a seven year like just let they've been everyone f- else does this yeah you get out of a relationship and you go a little haywire for a bit and that's fine she's just doing it in public and they've been friends 
And also, for guys, the last decade, you're just mad because Taylor hasn't been messy for a few years because of Joe. Mm-hmm. But this is who she is at her core. She's and always this is, been this. This way. is who we fell in love with in the first place. <laughs> yes, and if you remember don't feel that, that way, if you don't feel that way, remember that. Get to the back of the fucking if queue. If you're real, you're real. <laughs> if you're not, you're not. So they're tired of it. So but there. someone was like, the the article said, if this were Harry Styles. And he was started dating like <laughs> I'm trying to think of the female equivalent of Maddie Healy and Azalea Banks was the first person to come to mind. <laughs> oh my god, no. Azalea Banks, who was pissed at Taylor for dating Maddie. Really? She said he is one needle away from scabies. <laughs> I mean he is gross. Yeah, I and mean. I just don't see her dating a smoker. Someone <laughs> said I, someone was like, I feel like Taylor thinks she's dating Bob Dylan. <laughs> I, I feel like Taylor just like is in a is lavender haze. Yeah, she yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, um, Beanie Feldstein got married. Yes, she Congratulations. did. Congratulations. I here's what I'm gonna say. Let me actually look at the pictures again. I, I really, really like do love that Gucci like made every thread of clothing they wore. I think that is so chic. And honestly, I do think the looks were chic. A little grandma, her dress is a little bit like. But a lot of her looks but it, are. But it wasn't shocking. But the rehearsal dinner outfits, I'm obsessed with. I loved them. Loved them. She just looks so happy. I'm glad she's just like finally at fucking peace after mm-hmm. um, the funny girl fiasco. Oh, Did you yeah, see I Sarah really Paulson was in her wedding? No, I didn't see that. Remember but that, obviously best buds yeah um so i just wanted to do a quick little congrats yeah, to her um other notes we have oh paramore speak now oh my god guys i have been waiting for this for my entire fucking is this life. real well okay no we it's don't know it's not confirmed we just okay there's a video of Haley williams doing like a little meetup at alta for her good die young hair brand Um, yeah, I think so. <laughs> what is it? A bug. Oh. Oh my God, fire. And, um, this fan came up to her and handed her like a friendship bracelet from the Taylor Swift shows and it was a speak now one. And Haley Williams said, wow, this is coming to me at a really interesting time. And the girl was like, what do you Why mean? Why would you say that? And she said, that's all I'll say right now. Uh, she was like, I'll just leave it at that. And I think that... T- it would be iconic. It would be. And like, uh, someone was like, people, everybody's saying Better Than Revenge featuring Paramore, all this stuff, but what about Haunted? And I was like, no, 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 no. This isn't about the sound. This isn't no. about what it's going to sound like. It's about the statement. Because Taylor Swift and Haley Williams wrote Misery Business and Better Than Revenge, and they were lambasted for it because apparently it was misogynistic. Why is that on them? Let them be teenage girls. Let them be angry. And this this coming... Oh, my Why God. Why are teenage girls so oppressed and repressed? <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, that's my hope. Or, like, I'm hoping that we get... I hope that we still get the regular Better Than Revenge. And then maybe, like, an all-too-well 10-minute version. Taylor's version from The Vault, whatever. So that we have another... Like a vault track more so of. And what I would really love is a misery business. 
better than revenge yes. combo like that would be my dream but how incredible would that be and it's cute because they've been friends for their i mean since they were like 15 that'd be pretty that's fucking awesome. awesome i'm pumped if that's what it is i'll be so pumped did i not write down my other are ones? you fucking kidding okay, well, i have two off the top of my head but why can't i think of the last Do you one? want me to go with mine yeah one second what the hell okay my dream rotation begins with Shay Mitchell. She was on Call Her Daddy this week. Love it. She is just the most beautiful woman, but she is so funny and fun. So anyway, if you haven't watched or listened to her Call Her Daddy episode, you definitely should. Next, I have Sheena Shay because I love this crazy bitch. She is out of her goddamn mind, and that's why I love her so much. She, her, okay, did you watch the reunion where she was about to leave the stage and then she gave Andy the good as gold. Yes. <laughs> like, I was like, the world she lives in is very different from mine. <laughs> and that is something I love about her. Like, she wrote good as gold like over 10 years ago and she is still riding that fucking wave. And I love it. And if you guys don't know the song Good as Gold or the Uber One remix, then number one, you're living under a rock. And number two, get educated. Thank you. Number three is my baby boy, Chucker who is sound asleep like a little angel right now. He is just the kindest dog. Is he not? He is. Our neighbors described him as a pacifist. And that is exactly it. Like drama is out there raising hell with um, Otis, our next door neighbor's dog. And and Chuck just like watches and he's like, I'll just like wait for my turn. But I, I make love, not war. Like I'm not trying to like amp anyone up right now or anything like that he's just so sweet he's such a good brother he j- drama went to get groomed and like chuck was bummed and when we brought drama back chuck was like investigating him was so excited for him to be back he's just so sweet and perfect and precious and i wish you all could meet him because is he not just like a gift to this earth mm-hmm. yeah look at him can you see him no, not really. Oh, my God. His little face. Okay. Anyway, that's mine. You're up. All right. Number one, homophobic Christians. <laughs> I can't wait to find a picture for that to put in the graphic. Um, just use the Westboro Baptist. Oh, you got it. Um, or I'll, I'll send you all the profile pictures of the people. Oh, that actually, yeah. Let's do that. What is that called? Doxing? <laughs> yeah, let's for sure do that. It's illegal. <laughs> well, they deserve it. I'm not going to do it, though. <laughs> Number two is um, construction workers, but more specifically the construction workers on my street this morning. Construction workers that don't believe in, like, working during working hours. Uh, why do you have to start at 7 a.m.? It's rude. I think it's actually disrespectful and rude. It is. It's um, Also, imagine if you work nights and you're getting home at 7 I, and you're trying to go to I sleep. I know. Terrible. And they also just, like, are so unhelpful. They frankly every house should have a posting on it if your road is going to be closed the next day because i agree i woke up this how morning how are you supposed to know that you're not gonna you have to like walk up the street to move the thing walk back down to your car get out of your car park it get out put the thing back and i was like the there was a bulldozer parked in front of our driveway today so we couldn't get Dude, out this happened to me yesterday it's so like, i really i really <laughs> and feel also your pain like what i just think that there are seasons where I there's agree. less traffic there or, like, why can't you do it at, like, Washington Road in, in Mount Lebanon? They do it at night. Like, if they have to repave yeah. that street, they wait until there's no one. And it's actually not true. 
Well, like when they actually repave it, that's what Dan said. Because I was like, Dan, oh, I never so see you, them, you don't know that for a fact. When do they do this work? And he was like, oh. they, they like once a year they repave the whole street and they just do it at night. Mm. But anyway, I just like uh, going to pick Lily up from school at three thirty. Why is every single street in this township closed? It's a great. Question. You guys know when school starts and when school ends. Mm-hmm. You know the main streets that people use. You know the cut throughs people use. Fuck off with it. I'm yeah. tired of the construction. And then you do a shitty job. <sighs> no offense. I, I don't just, think so, honey. Construction. It, literally. <laughs> it's like if you're gonna, if you're gonna <laughs> be, is speechless. If you're gonna dig up the street and fuck it up and make it all bumpy. Repave it immediately. Don't yeah. wait no. three months. Bumps to in do the it. road are unacceptable. Bumps in the road. That could be my third, but it's not because the third one you remembered is specifically. This is in reverse order. This one I okay. knew. Oh, okay. This one I wrote down early. Oh, you're ready. <laughs> um, the Phoebe Bridgers who wrote Waiting Room. And also and the Phoebe Bridgers who decided to <laughs> just recently upload it to Bandcamp. <laughs> I don't know why you made the decision to do that <laughs> right now. I didn't need it. <laughs> I think I could have done without hearing that song for a couple mm, months. For a couple months at this point. Well, you don't have to listen to it. Nobody's I putting a gun it. to your head. I oh, did you buy it. it. Okay. And I, I did listen so to it. So you would call yourself a glutton for punishment? I guess. Sometimes you need to hear it. Sometimes you need to hear hard truths. Like Waiting Room by Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, how cute was Phoebe Bridgers saying to Taylor? Like, you're my hero. And Taylor was like, I'm going to miss our dressing room chats. And... There's just something, like, not to be picky, but there's something so, like, special, magical about a dressing room chat. Like, for some reason, you get so deep when you're looking at yourself in the mirror putting on (laughs) makeup in a room full of girls. Like, I don't know what it is, but I've heard so many secrets, like, doing that. And so I can just, um, I mean, to be a fly on the wall for the dressing room chats between Taylor Swift and Phoebe Bridgers. I just think that we're in kind of a renaissance of girlhood right now. I think that obsessed put it on a shirt <laughs> renaissance of girl we're in the girlhood re- renaissance <laughs> i just think that like with the barbie movie and all this like people and like little people mermaid said it's coming okay out, to be girly not even it's just like i think that the the struggle of being a teenage girl or a girl growing up is so wait are you there god it's me margaret coming we need out to watch that. I mean, yeah. really yeah it's so downplayed and it causes a lot of issues in girls i think when they grow up that everything that they're fe- even though they're feeling these really really big feelings that for that what I the what they said about Barbie of like you are a girl when you're young and you're allowed to feel these really big feelings and you're allowed to be out there and boisterous and all this stuff and then you turn like 12 or 13 and all of a sudden everybody's like you're too much and you need to be yeah. quiet and you need to sit down and that's not stop being like that and you're like what well, what's uh, I was doing this for my whole life. This is the only way I know how to be. What's wrong with that? I know. There was some girl on Summer House, actually, on the reunion. Um, during the season, a girl pulled her aside and was like, you talk too much. And, like, you need to, like, stop talking so much. Like, you're really annoying everyone. And she, like, started crying. And she's like, sorry, it's just, like, the one thing. Like, that's the insecurity. And she was like, I'm not mad at you for saying that. Like, you're not being mean. You're trying to help. Like, I was like, no, it's kind of shitty. It is. But in the reunion, it came up and she was like, no one's ever needed or wanted more of me. And oh. I know. And I, but I honestly was like, I felt that hard. Like, I, I really. That's such a gut wrenching way to say that. I know. And I loved how she said it because I was like, I feel that way. And I used to always like guys I would date or honestly, like my friends our family would be like, it's too much. Like you're too emotional. You're too this, you're too dramatic. You're too whatever. Like 
you're too loud. You're talking, you know, it was just always like, I felt like I would hear that a lot. And I like started to believe it. And then I met Anthony and like literally the, one of the biggest reasons I knew I was supposed to marry him and be with him is because like, he can't get enough of me. Like he does need and want more of me. And like, it doesn't matter. Like he doesn't need to, I don't know. It's just, and I never experienced that. And it was like, instead of these relationships I was in where they'd be like, you need to like dim your light a little bit or Mm -hmm. like be like a little smaller. Like you Mm -hmm. just need, everything can be a little more compact. He was like the opposite. And so I just think like, you'll find people that are right for you, you know, but like, Girls don't need to be told, especially when they're that young, that they're too much or whatever. Like, and that their interests don't matter. Like, yes, you, like th- there's that whole phenomenon of like teenage girls are the most powerful demographic, but they are also the most patronized yeah. and downplayed demographic. They're so like everyone just condescends to them, and they're like, no, nothing is real. But it's like to be a young teenage girl it is the emotions are messy and big and you haven't figured out how to control them and you're making mistakes and you're getting her all this. like it is such a fragile and special like time and we need to treat it as such and i'm so excited for the barbie movie oh my now god that i know that that's like what it's about dude i know i can't greta wait. gerwig is a she is everything genius for me. she's a visionary <laughs> and greta like, gerwig you do everything for me seriously <laughs> i mean the Talk about a career so far. I know. I know. Lady Bird talks to that same area, Little Women. I mean, she hasn't made a bad movie. No, she hasn't. And I don't think she will. I don't think she will either. And on that note, wait. (laughs) No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Are you serious? Mm Please no, please no, please no. I can't. I'll do two in a row. I'll do two in a row. The next one. You're gonna regret that then. No, I, I'll do it. Please, I can. I literally cannot possibly do that right now. <laughs> I'm talking about the recap. Everyone, <laughs> I think they probably put that together. Um, fine, because I'm, <laughs> I'm. Thank you. Famously, the most giving in the family. Oh. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here's Phoebe's recap. (laughs) Fuck you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, lucky for me, there was no recap this episode. Actually, yeah, after all of that, after me literally begging, getting on down on my knees. hands and knees and begging, Girl there was boy. no recap. So now I'm not doing two. Which is kind of fucked up when you think about it. It's actually I, not fucked up. No, but I was so willing to do that for you. You weren't. You were not so willing. You would have said yes right away if you were so willing. Well, whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was pretty willing. You wouldn't have done it. Yes, I would have. Maybe. I w- you know that I would have. I don't know. I do nice things all the time. <laughs> I'm nice to you. I'm nice. Anyway, we open with Hannah Marin in the kitchen on the phone with her mom. And she's just, I just love like, how she is <laughs> i just love her vibe she's on the phone and she's love like, her vibe she's like no one's gonna be in my room mom because her mom's out of town i think yeah at a conference and um 
And she's like, not Caleb. He lost my number, remember? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like so funny. Um, but she is interrupted by a knock on the door. On the, on the back, back door. door. <laughs> <laughs> Which I have a major bone to pick with you, Wilden. I always okay. have a major bone yeah, to pick with once. Detective Wilden. <laughs> However, do not come around back. No, no, no. Like, What's what? the problem with the front door? <laughs> you know, that's the question. Like, and also, don't you have to? Isn't it more work to hey, walk around the front of to the back house. of the house? We've seen the front of Hannah's house. The door's right there. The door, the door is impossible to miss. It's not like one and of it's those. Actually, not even that far from the street. It's so not like one of those car, houses where, like, the front of the house is technically on one side of the street, but it's like a massive hill. So you don't you have to walk up. And come around the back. To get, yeah, like it's or like Meg's house. Yeah, it's not yeah. like that where like. It doesn't make sense to it's go like to the front. It's like there is a very, very um, usable front door. Visible, Available functional. to anyone who is invited inside. But he chooses to come around to the back of the house, to the back door, which will never not be bonkers to me. Um, and, like, the first thing he says to Hannah is that he needs her blood. Yeah. Then he's like, I want your blood. And he said it like that. It was weird. Which was weird. <laughs> okay, you thought so too? Okay. <laughs> Um, he wants to do a blood sample because there was blood on that anklet. And it's so negative, found. baby. There was no recap, so you may not remember that um, there was a, an anklet. <laughs> I don't know why, girl. I just gave me side eye. <laughs> I don't know why you just looked at me like I Baby didn't do the recap this week, so you might have forgotten <laughs> that. We found Marlene a little anklet. Marlene King didn't do a recap this week. had a little week. bit of blood on it. And so they think it could be Hannah's. And so that's, he wants to get a blood sample. And then Bowden says, why do you look so scared? <laughs> well, wh- where number do I begin? one, anyone's like a little uneasy when you open the door and there's a police officer there. Especially the back door. Usually doesn't mean anything good. Like usually. And also you basically just told her that she is a contender to be a suspect for murder. Yeah. The murder of her best friend. You also just said you wanted to stick her up and take her blood. I mean, that's a threat. It's totally a threat. It's totally scary. He knows your blood type. Also, dude, like, you're just startled her. You came around to the back of the fucking house. She, I would be scared. She wasn't expecting visitors, Wilden. Okay. Caleb, Caleb lost, lost her, her number. number. <laughs> oh, my God. So, anywho. Now we're walking. To, well, Hannah's walking to school. The girls are not. Yeah, <laughs> Hannah's going to school. <laughs> no one else is. No. What is it Saturday? Do you have detention? Can we get a little bit? Did, these are the things where I'm like, did no one? Did nobody think it was weird that question? Hannah was like, I have to get to school. Maybe she had to go early, but like she should have specified. The girls are all walking like, to school together. I got to get to school. I have a student council meeting before. Like, at least like just specify, just specify something. It. They're walking to school because Spencer, of course, is asking a trillion questions. Yes, about something that Hannah doesn't really want to talk about. Which and like, okay, fair. But Spencer's like, wait, I need to know ever. I need to actually know how many breaths he took between words. Yeah, literally. literally. <laughs> and Hannah's like, I have to go to school. And, <laughs> and they're the- like, okay, see ya. <laughs> and she goes to school and they go to the coffee shop. Hannah's in a shirt that says either, or Arya's Aria. in a shirt that says either born to run or born to rule. It says born to run. Confirmed. I like to think that it says born to rule. I know, I loved born to rule, but born to run makes so much more sense. Because do you think she's a Springsteen fan? I think she says she I is. I think she says she is and she knows that song. Yeah. I don't think it was her first concert. She definitely is probably like, uh, born in the U.S. It's not even like a Patriot song. You guys know that, right? Ever listen to the <laughs> you words? You guys know that, right? Ever listen to the words? Oh, you don't know that? Shocker. <laughs> Crazy. Seen that coming. <laughs> What's your favorite Springsteen song? Dancing in the Dark. Yeah, yeah. The... Yeah, we were dancing. I love that Taylor covered that song. <laughs> dancing well, was, with the hands up. <laughs> For a second, I was like, wait. <laughs> you thought I was being super real? Well, she did cover that song. Well, she also covered... um. Nope. 
That was Ariana Grande. Good night and go. Yes. I love that song. It's my favorite Ariana Grande song. I know it's an Imogen Heap song, but that song really. Imogen Heap was a big part of my high school. I loved Mm, what you say. Mental. Oh, where are we? (laughs) What the hell is going (laughs) on? Good. The dust <laughs> has a. I'm not done. Only just begun to fall. Crop circles in the carpet. Sinking, feeling. <laughs> on wall. My eyes are dry. Be happening. I think that's enough. (laughs) I think we're good on that. Okay. And I'll probably cut a good amount of it. Jesus Christ. I feel like I'm at St. Bernard's Church right now. I'm just waiting for you to tell me to stop. You know when you have to listen to the the priest sing? (laughs) You know when you're forced (laughs) to listen? And it's like... Which actually, fun fact, anytime her mom is making up a song, that's how it sounds. Yes, yes. She doesn't even mean to, but she'll always be like, (laughs) (laughs) It's always that interval right there. (laughs) And the power of the Holy Spirit. Forever and ever. You know what? Catholic hymn actually goes off though. What? Hosanna in the highest. Um, it sure does. I love that it song. It sure <laughs> does. You know what song goes off in Jesus Christ Superstar? Which one? Hosanna, hey, Zana, 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 Hosanna, hey, Zana, ho, Zana. Cool, cool. Perfect. That's it. I just wanted to finish the phrase. <laughs> I love Jesus Christ Superstar. So does Dad. What's up? Uh, I know Dad would used to like perform it for me. Mm-hmm. Wonder if he still would. No. Why did he used to though? That's a good question. He I used was to in be high fun. school. I wasn't young. <laughs> I was ancient. I was like the crypt keeper. Anyway. Okay. Back to the show. So they Phoebe. go to the brew. They go to the brew. Which I didn't realize because Phoebe never specified it. It's actually called Rear Window Brew. Yeah. Which is absolutely a Hitchcock reference. I didn't know that. Have you ever seen Rear Window? I don't think I've seen a single Hitchcock film. Hmm. It's just very Aria. Like, and so I'm just very like, but it's also all about like spying and like watching p- bad people do bad things. Oh. Like that's what the movie's about. Cool. So much of the movie is filmed through windows watching. People. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Maybe I'll cool. give it a watch. That's a good movie. I'd watch it with you. While the girls are in the rear window of brew <laughs> they run into do you understand now why roll, i just please? call it the brew my twin <laughs> cc drake cc freaking drake two queen. people told me i look like cc drake and my mom looks at a picture of cc drake and goes "Ugh, you are way prettier than her. <laughs> no she said i don't think that's a compliment no she i told you what, that's I what literally you said she just said you just no, said that I, that's what she said. No, I didn't. <laughs> I just told you this. I exactly know. Exactly what I just said. No, I, you didn't say that. Yes, I did. You, you laughed. laughed. You were like, leave it to moms and make me feel I know, I know, I know. But I told you that's what mom said. I don't think I heard that. 
you laughed. <laughs> well, I think I laughed at the, I think my brain heard the idea of it, but I don't think I heard what you actually said. That's maybe. what mom said. Okay, cool. Ask her. All right. That's what she said. You're like so mad that mom told me I was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, by I'm the way, thinks that Cece Drake is ugly. So she wasn't even really telling me I'm pretty. She just said I'm prettier than her, <laughs> who she thinks isn't pretty. Which is weird. There's anyway, nothing ugly about her. I don't look her. like Cece Drake, but Blonde and blue. Blonde blue? Blonde and blue. Some would even just call it blue. <laughs> blue. Huh. It's a mix of blonde and blue. Obviously. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, so they talk to her for like a second and <laughs> she says she's working at like a boutique across the street and she's like, oh, I used to date Jason and like Allie and I were like really close. She's been in L.A. Yeah, I've been, you know, whatever. And you guys should come see me at the boutique across the street. And if you want to shop for free, I'll look the other way. Yeah, she says it specifically to Aria. And then Aria <laughs> goes um uh, uh, i think that you think i'm <laughs> hannah and i'm oh, not you're thinking of hannah she's Hannah's actually she's convicted did you re- do you look at the police blot okay that's hannah that's <laughs> yeah hannah. not me I'm not aria. me i'm aria i'm, I'm aria i'm actually born to run <laughs> <laughs> i'm kind of like the artsy one i'm yeah i'm, I'm a little bit like, like the, different like the intellectual of the group that's yeah um, and spencer will say she is but <laughs> there's a difference between intellectual and uh annoying oh <laughs> sweet do you remember the episode of Hannah Montana where they were doing those fucking pig calls? Yeah, so annoying. Sweet. Arkansas vibes. Who was it? What was the girl's name? Her cousin? The Mandy? Yeah, but I hated that episode. Why? Because I I, on a, I always hated I- those episodes where they brought in like a cousin or... Yeah, but it was Miley still. I know. I didn't like when they did it, but when they were like so annoying. Oh. And it always gave me secondhand embarrassment. And then I also didn't like when they ended up being evil. Like it, I just hated those storylines. It was too yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. It stressed me out. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty sad. Um, <laughs> so anyway, yeah, but Arya's like such a bitch about it. Cece leaves and they go, okay, that girl is freakishly like Allie. So, and I had a theory about her that I really thought was true because <laughs> um, I thought I had read that somewhere. <laughs> and Phoebe debunked it real quick. <laughs> so I'm not going to tell you what it was, but... I think that's for the best. Oh, I really thought it was what it was going to happen. I was like, whoa. Well, maybe this is your lesson to stop reading fucking spoilers. I'm not. Shut the fuck up. And everybody else, stop sending them in. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the (laughs) fuck up. I'm being Lala Kent at the reunion. I didn't look up spoilers. They are constantly shoved in front of my face on social media. Well, stop it. Who are you talking to? Can't be me. The fans. The fans. (laughs) The fans. Y'all, stop. The fans. Let her have fun. Okay, so then... Hannah and Aria, I guess school's over. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, wait, no, no, no. They did go to school for one second because Ella. Yes. Ella brought her dry cleaning to school. <laughs> and hung it up in the front of the classroom <laughs> for all to see. Yeah. Like, it's literally <laughs> right in the front of the she classroom. Actually, it's not even like she, like, unzipped it and let it still sit. And, like, the, like she took it out of the bag yes. and then hung it up again. It's like, air it out. Like, yeah. what? Or... To Girl, put it on I, I bet you could have scheduled your fucking date, which is what we're going to find out it's for. You probably could have scheduled it. Like a little bit after school yeah. so that you could go home and change. Literally. You know, or you just honestly classroom. could have just worn what you're wearing. Yeah. You're going not, on a coffee not like date. Risque. Well, her name on the dating profile is Hot Mama. So she. No, which, that was Ashley's. No, that is not Ashley's. That is Ella's. Hannah's idea was. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. And, but 
here's what I'm gonna say. Well, we'll get to that. Okay, sorry. Anyway. So Aria walks in the classroom and she's like, what the fuck is that? Sees it immediately. Of course. On display. And her mom's like, well, um, uh, if you must know, I'm going on a date. So she's going on a date after school and they're going to the brew. And Ella gets there. First of all, the dress is a little slutty. It's kind of Hannah core, but Mm -hmm. it looks slutty on Ella. It's like a business, like a receptionist, like a dentist office. Yeah. Who's like. Who has nothing to do with dentistry at all. Yeah, it's just, just there yes. for their and job. Who's like dr- dressed kind of inappropriately. And like has a weird relationship with the orthodontist. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. So um, she's in there and she's talking first to Emily. I don't think boss. I could marry a doctor like that. You know what I mean? Like who like had a practice and had like receptionists. Mm. That would cause me stress. Wow. Not if you just like really trusted them. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Like me. Hmm. And Anthony's being a doctor and like <laughs> trust you totally. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, you know when he's on his cold calls. When he's on his cold calls as a doctor, oh, <laughs> you're not. You're not like man. They're really flirty in there. No, no, but <laughs> okay. So anyway, um, Ella's <laughs> talking to Emily's boss at the brew, and then her date walks in. Well, wait. We do need to talk about this interaction because it's going to be important later what ella walks in and the barista is like can i get you anything do you want one of these they just came out of the oven and she goes yeah i can smell that such a bitch and then he's like whatever she's like i'm actually waiting for a date is emily here i don't want emily to see me on a first date she's friends with my daughter all this stuff she ends up ordering a coffee a decaf coffee and then her date gets there but she's kind of like this guy, I think, might be flirting with her a little bit. I thought so, too. And I thought, I was like, is he going to turn out to be the guy she's on the date with? That would have been He's cool. on the clock up until the date. <laughs> yeah. That's why he picked this He's place. He's like, Emily's on her way in because she's taking over for <laughs> me. Um, yeah, she... And walks past her Ted, though. Mm-hmm. couple things to say. Number one, you were just on a date with Ashley. What's up with that? <laughs> number two, Pastor Ted saw someone named Hot Mama and was like, I'm going <laughs> to message her. That's so fair. I wonder if they changed your name when she, like, actually got into it, you know? I fucking hope so. I fucking hope so. Into, like, prayerful maiden. Prayerful maiden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Did we both just say maiden on our own? I don't know. Because I said maiden and then you said it, but it sounded like you thought about it before already. I did think about it before. Wow, we're just, we're really synced up today. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, and so Ted is like, I saw you, he walks and he goes, oh, you already ordered. (laughs) And she just goes, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And then he's like, well, there's an ice cream truck. I think we should go out there. So she's like, well, I only wanted a sip. And she throws the entire full decaf coffee into the recycling, thus ruining everything else in the recycling bin. Um, and so then they go out and like sit on the bench and... They're eating ice cream, and Ella's, like, not She's into it. She's just being so weird. Not into it. But at this time, Emily's at the boutique that Cece works at with Nate, because Nate wants her help picking out a gift for Jenna because he didn't get her one, and now they're, like, kind of talking. And he, like, wants to get her, like, a design. Like, he's looking at Vera Wang scarves. Why? Why? They're also all ugly. So Cece, like, pulls Emily aside, and she's like, 
you clearly don't like the girl he's buying this for. Like you obviously like him. And if you don't like him, then you're either blind or, oh, you're the one. Oh, my God. Which would absolute, (laughs) I would be on some kind of watch. yeah. (laughs) You're the one. Emily's like, yeah. Well, no, she's like, the one, what do you mean? (laughs) And Cece's like, you were the one who was in love with Allison. (laughs) Which, like, imagine Allie going, like, from hanging out with her group of friends and to go like, hang oh, out with the one of my girl. best friends is fucking in she's love with me. with me she's in love she follows me around like a puppy dog she's in love uh, with she's me so it's in exhausting. love with me yeah yeah and cece's like you're so right she has to be literally so um but i like that her options were blind or gay yeah. and he's interested in both mm-hmm. those options uh, oh, so kind true. of that's so true even though she's not blind anymore <laughs> so she was like emily if like you know, you think that Jenna is not a good person, then you need to tell Nate and whatever. So Emily is telling Nate and Nate's like, well, I wouldn't even be with her if the hottest girl in Rosewood was interested in guys. Hey, what inappro- makes you hey. think Emily would be with you? Hey, inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a moment where they're like holding up different pairs of earrings and things. And like, what should he get Jenna? And he holds up a pair of earrings and he's like, oh, Maya had these. And Emily's like, yeah, I gave them to her a week before she went missing. How did you know she had those? And he's like, oh, I just must have seen them in a picture she sent me. Anyway, moving on. So just kind of a little interesting moom. Um, okay. Then we have Hannah walking up to Spencer. They are both on the <laughs> phone with each other. <laughs> we have the most pointless like scene transition here. Hannah is like marching up to the table on the phone with Spencer. And then they're mid-conversation and they both hang up and continue the conversation to show us they were on the phone with each other. We did miss a point with Spencer. Spencer. Wait, befo- and I didn't talk about the Ouija board. I was about to. but I- Oh, sorry. Uh, Spencer was sitting in front of the school looking through old yearbooks trying to look up information about Cece and like Googling stuff. I can't really tell what she's doing on her computer because it looks like she's looking at a storefront but it mm-hmm. has like the shrine to alley on it yeah i can't figure out what she's doing and then toby comes and sits behind her and she has no idea how to she's never played it cool once in her yeah life. no never and she slams the computer shut and like throws the book down and toby's like okay that was weird and she's like what <laughs> what could you possibly want yeah and he's like well we haven't you, i didn't want to leave another message so i found you at school I found you where I knew you'd be at And school. she admits that she and Jason turned in the anklet. Mm-hmm. And he was. she was like, we just wanted to prove that Garrett did it. And he said, you did the opposite. And then she's like, well, I just know he's guilty or something like that. I'm not giving up. And he was like, how can you be so sure? There was a time when you thought yeah. that I killed Allison. And I also am thinking, Spencer, there was a time everybody thought you, you killed thought, Allison. Yeah, literally. So Ari and Hannah walk into Hannah's house and they get right to the entryway of the kitchen and see a fucking Ouija board on the counter. With the A circle. (laughs) Um, If I'm Hannah, I'm out of there. I'm calling them running the other direction, calling my mom immediately. Come home now. (laughs) The president, anyone. Like that is absolutely petrifying. So she walks up to... didn't do her tongue twister (laughs) did not she walks up to it and sees oh i can't remember what it is it called phoebe the like girl you think i was ever touching this shit you never play with a ouija i was such a fucking scaredy cat i couldn't see christmas carol okay how was i also a scaredy cat but i also was like kind of obsessed with the ouija board and played it all the time every time i could did we have one no that's Um, why then but i i played with myself a lot as a kid yeah. By myself. 
Um, oh my god, it's so funny. <laughs> anyway um no i would always play i remember the first time i ever played with a ouija board i was at a um birthday party sleeping at a hotel with like a few girls um and someone brought their ouija board and it was like you're not supposed to do the ouija board with the lights off in a bathtub or like you will so that's exactly what y'all did exactly what i did and you're not supposed to ask it how to spell apple and or like just these things and like if you do that then whatever so we did that <laughs> and then it spelled apple and i remember being like goodbye goodbye like so scared so freaked out um we would be like who am i gonna marry give me the initials of the person i'm gonna marry <laughs> who, who likes me and then we did prank calls i will never forget that that was like my whole thing i loved that shit like that and then in college i got back into ouija boards <laughs> of and thomas and i would do it like every weekend like all the time you ever get anything good yeah but i i can't repeat and then um and we would like and he always had like all the questions to ask and like we'd like look up the best way to like use a ouija board whatever and then when i graduated college i had a christmas party like grab bag and someone brought the stranger things ouija board and i ended up with it and connor my roommate was like totally cool and then we wanted to play it and he like flipped out and was like you cannot play that in here like no he was like homeschooled in Wisconsin and was like pretty religious. So he said he was cool with it. But then like when push came to shove, he was not. And he was like, you cannot play that in here. And I was like, okay. Because our apartment was haunted. You remember? So then, yeah. Did I ever talk about my apartment being haunted? Not on here. Oh my God. I'll tell you really fast. No one fucking believes me, but this is real. So, okay. My apartment right out of college, I was working in an acting contract and I lived with this guy, Connor. And he, like, did not believe in, like, anything supernatural at all. But there was, like, our apartment was, like, already furnished. And there was, like, this big, like, stereo in there. And it would just turn itself on all the time. And so, like, we would come home from rehearsal and the radio would be on. but And we, like, didn't put it on. But we'd just be, like, oh. And it was playing, like, old jazz. Yeah, yes. And we'd be, like, someone <laughs> Wait, must. what? It was playing all old music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, like, the. it was, like, a staticky old, like, I don't know. You couldn't really make it out that much, but yes. And um, and we would be like, maybe someone like came to fix the air conditioning or something, whatever. And then one day, I'll never forget, I was sitting on the couch and Connor was like going out the door. He was going somewhere. And we were like talking as he was on his way out the door and the radio turns on. And it's like across the room from both of us. Like neither of us are anywhere near it and it turns on. And in that moment, he was like, goodbye and like ran out of the house I was like don't fucking leave me in here i was scared i went downstairs to the boys cody and steven but it was like that was the first time it was like okay something weird's going on so we unplug it we're like we're done with this thing then we had the dog snoop and elvis come and stay with us for a little bit and oh. they would just bark. elvis and connor i know they were buds they would just bark at the corner of this apartment like bark bark all the time there's nothing there they're just facing the corner barking. And Elvis wasn't a barker. This is also the corner that the stereo was in. Okay. So finally, one night, I'm having a sleepover with Clyde and Steven. And it's the three of us. We're in my living room. The couch was a pullout couch. So we are, it's me and Steven, I think, are in the bed. And then Clyde was sitting on a chair to our left. And we're watching The Devil Wears Prada. And there was a stack of DVDs on the floor like next to the stereo and a water bottle on the floor in front of it. And 
the Devil Wears Prada DVD, like the case, flies through the fucking air and knocks over the water bottle. And right before it happened, I like looked in that area and so did both of them. And they will tell you the exact same story. All three of us saw it happen. You don't believe me. You don't fucking believe me. No, it's it's just crazy. It was in, it literally was like, if this is like the DVD, okay, and that's like the water bottle, it was like, like, it was crazy. And we all saw, and we were like, uh, we were like speechless. And I was like, did you guys also, can you explain what you just saw? Like, <laughs> and each of us explained separately the same thing. And if you were to put us all in separate rooms right now and make us show you what happened, we would do the same thing. No one believes us. No one fucking believes us. But that's this, wild. This is also after a lot of weird shit had happened. So the next day I go by Sage and I'm like, I'm fucking saging the apartment. So Cody starts reading prayers. I sage every inch of this apartment and Steven who in the past has like had like supernatural encounters. And he, um, I think we're going to do an episode on the Patreon FYI, but he has like had has seen things and, and like whatever frequently He said, as I'm saging and Cody is reading the prayers, he felt this like wash of annoyance, just like flood over him. And he was like, it's a girl and she is annoyed. And like, he was like, it's like I heard something say I wasn't going to do anything. And then we never had another issue. Whoa. Is that not crazy? Hey, I was just comfortable. Literally, like, I wasn't going to do anything. I just, like, wanted y'all to, like... Like, he, like, felt a wash of (laughs) female annoyance. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't like that movie. Can we just watch a different one? Isn't that crazy? She was, like, fucking with us, I guess. But, like, I mean, I will never forget it. Like, I will never forget it. And so I maintain a healthy fear of the supernatural. (laughs) No, that's fair. Anyway, so after that, we didn't do the Ouija board anymore. Right, right, right. Um... So that's my Ouija board, Hannah. Sorry about that. Long tangent. But Hannah goes and grabs the, I cannot remember. I think it starts with a P. The thing that you put on the Ouija board that like moves around. She grabs it and there's like a needle on the bottom of it. And it like, like pricks a bunch her of finger. Them. But are, isn't that yeah. typical? No. Oh. No, it's not going to hurt you. Well, I know, but I thought that like that's what suspended it up. I thought they had little no, needles. No, it's got, like a little plastic like But on like feet. a real Ouija board, what a, I feel like. In other movies, I feel like they're kind of sharp on the ends. Yeah, but they're not needles. They're not going to prick your skin. Mm. This pricks her. She bleeds. And there's a note on the back of it that says, do you see how easy it is for me to get your blood? Uh. Right after she said to Arya, can you fake a blood test? <laughs> no, can you cheat on one? Oh, can you cheat on a blood Which test? Which is funnier. Yeah. So, um, little creeped out for you, Hannah. Hannah's, And then Hannah's like, oh, my God, I'm scared. Like, the last time I saw this was I was with Mona and we played it and we asked if Allie was still alive and it told us she was still alive. And she tells Aria this and Aria's like, I'm going to talk to Mona today. I don't care if she's not allowed to have visitors. I'm going. And as soon as she says that outside the back door, a flower pot falls and breaks. Damn. And Hannah's like, I'm sleeping at your house. But like, oh my God. Like, And so then we get a flashback to when Mona and her were playing. And basically, Mona made her ask if like what is this. going on with just said this you did just yeah just the said, whole thing yep said they're playing the ouija board and they asked if ali was still alive oh. and the ouija board said that ali was still alive sorry i stopped listening yeah clearly i heard you say i just thought you meant that hannah said that mona played it no um then oh um so then we have 
Hannah confronting Alice and DeLaurentis's father. Now, I have no idea, like, what's going on with this, but she's apologizing for something. And she's like, I had nothing to do with the digging up of the grave, but I'm really sorry. And he's like, I can't believe what you did. What the fuck? I do not have any clue. And Phoebe said it's bad. It's so not like great. eager to watch and figure it out. Um, um, and then. And said that Hannah has only gotten crueler. Which I'm like, girl. Girl. Girl, please. And I think that was it, though. Well, Arya is at the. At Radley now. Yes. But all of Mona's visits have to be supervised. How the fuck did she get in? She had to take her earrings off. <laughs> because there were forks. Oh, Ella says, why am I going to take fashion advice from you? You wear forks as earrings, which I just want to say, so does Lily. But then Aria was like, please tell me you're not wearing a scarf. Aria. 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 Hey, girl. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. <laughs> what? That's how I feel about Aria right now. Um, Phoebe, it's so funny that you think you're so much cooler than me. Because you're so not. <laughs> so you can keep living in that little fucking headspace if that suits you. Not my fave flavor, but definitely drinkable. It kind of, <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for you. It kind of like tastes grape. like grape cough syrup. Yeah, a little bit, but it's not, it's not my bad. favorite flavor, but it's definitely drinkable and the energy is worth it. So I saw a TikTok of a girl who. <laughs> Oh my god, I had a Celsius and had the panic attack. <laughs> she oh was like, she was like, god. I literally just got out of the gym for three hours. And she's like, I've been there for three hours. I wanted to be. <laughs> it's so funny, but I was also like, wow, I'm so jealous. Me too. I was like, I wish it had that effect on me. I know. I have such a caffeine dependency that it, do- it takes uh, absurd amounts for me to feel a thing. Yeah, yeah. Other than my baseline. Other than my baseline, which is rock on party, 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 do the wave. <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. All right. Um, it's called a planchette. That's what the little Ouija board thingy is called. A planchette. Cool. So it did start with a P. Go me. Aria is talking to Mona. Mona is like building a, a house of cards, which conveniently. The, car- the, the cards are for sure taped together because you see Janelle Parrish move like a an A-frame of the cards up to the top. And she's only holding one card. <laughs> Good for her. So the whole thing has been taped together. She said, this is not my job. It is not my job to make them believe that the props team didn't tape these together. That's (laughs) not my job. My job is to build the fucking house of cards. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing with the tools I was given. And so they're talking and Arya's trying to like figure out what's going on. But Mona won't say anything while the girl's there. And then she's like, isn't it time for my medicine? (laughs) What kind of medicine do you think she's taking? Girl, I don't know. How about when Schwartz pulled out the bottle of Xanax at the reunion? I was I was like, was that a bit? Like, I was confused by that. And he was like, so. And he was like, then he was weird about everybody else being like, what are you doing? I know. He, I think he thought it was gonna be funny because he was like, it's Xanax. Anyway, okay. Um, so she goes away, and then Mona's like, all right, you have twenty five seconds to tell me why you're really here. And Arya understood the assignment. Arya said, "Look, I know you don't like me, and the feeling is mutual. Rest Whoa. assured, we know." It, it's you make it pretty clear aria when you don't like someone yes that's true that runs in your family that is true and um yeah so she's like okay here's what's going on like the planchette was at hannah's house and i forgot to mention hannah buried that they all buried the personal item with with ally that's this was what hers. hannah did um so she's like that was with 
in Hannah's kitchen. We've been getting like all kinds of the things that we buried Allie with. We've been getting them back, but like it wasn't us. Like what's going on? And so Mona seems like she's going to kind of be helping them a little bit. Yeah. Which I'm kind of into this. This is frenemy vibes for real. Aria's this like, this new is the A I know and love. Yeah. She's like, God, I just miss when you were A. <laughs> Mona, I just miss it. Um, and then Aria has to leave because visiting hours are... The nurse has absolutely zero bedside manner. She comes up and she goes, here, visiting hours are over. I was <laughs> like, hey, uh, Mona's fragile. <laughs> hey, you should Maybe put a little pep in your you step. You should really make sure she takes Perk it. the fuck up. Don't just say here. Say, lift up your tongue. Let me see. Then Aria meets Hannah outside of Radley and is like, so what happened? And then essentially Hannah's like, well, let's just go back in. <laughs> Hannah decides that she's just going to walk right what back in. What did you say? Oh, my God. They get inside and, and Phoebe's like, so how did this happen? <laughs> like, I don't know what you said, but it was so funny. It was like literally. So like, how, how did, did we get happen? here? How do we get here? How do we get inside the psych ward? <laughs> and then, like we're at Mona's room. Hannah just lets herself into Mona's room. Literally. And she's like, and also how scared would you be if you're Hannah? Well, I don't know. I'm not trying to like be alone with you actually when no one knows I'm here. Cause then I'm putting myself in danger. You I know? Can't. Anyway, Mona and is like sitting there and is basically like, do you want me to tell Aria what happened? Like why you're so anxious about this whole situation? And she's I think she's being a little rude about it, but she is being a good friend at the end of the day. Yeah. Mona. And we basically found find out that after Hannah saw an apparition of, of Allie, she decided to go tell Allie's mother that Allie is for a fact alive. <laughs> and then three days later. I don't think we said that she saw Allie. <laughs> I like That's ig- why I was confused. I ignored it. I literally ignored it because <laughs> when they had that flashback and Hannah, they're doing the Ouija board and Hannah, the board says that Allie's alive and Hannah looks up and sees Allie. Do y'all remember when I tried to explain that scene again and Caroline says, we already talked about it. Well, I did talk about that. I just didn't say the thing about her seeing Allie because I was like, that's so annoying. I, I certainly didn't think it was going to be so crucial that we know that because she's going to go tell <laughs> Mrs. Delorentis Allie's alive for a fact. I certainly didn't think for she was going to do that. Hannah, what? I thought I was like, oh, well, the girls like frequently just like see her. Like that was just the flashback, whatever. I didn't think it had legs. <laughs> so I'm sorry I skipped it. That genuinely, I, I never could have imagined what happened next. <laughs> and then three days later, they found Allie's body. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, so Mr. but D- also like, that's not fair. Hannah was a teenage yes. girl. No, we were As we mentioned, she was dealing with shit. And um, yes, she was in her renaissance of girlhood. Yes. These girls deserve one. They do. <laughs> Except for Aria. Except for Aria. And uh, Mr. De Laurentiis tracked Hannah tracks you down. I was going to track you down. <laughs> Facts. Facts. Uh, Grah. <laughs> Karma is that girl like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> it's camp now. It is. It this is. is looking camp right in the eye. Sometimes we need camp. Always. Not Actually, sometimes. we always need camp. Me is camp. You? No, me the song. Oh, I thought you were saying. <laughs> when she when you me insane. I thought you were saying me is no. camp, as in Phoebe Connell, as in you talking about yourself. Me is camp. <laughs> Wait, Mr. Delevin just tracked her down oh, in yeah. the middle of Rosewood Times Square 
and gets out of his car. Jason's basically like having to pull him by his collar back mm-hmm. from like throttling Hannah. And he is like, how dare you? You gave yeah. her hope. Uh. But before this, Mona and Hannah are walking through Rosewood Times Square. And Hannah, Mona's explaining to Hannah the secret code that she has, which is basically you. What is she? She uses slut as a as an example. And I think she says sleeping lazily under trees or something like that. Yeah. And so basically it's the first letter of every word of your sentence spells out its mm-hmm. own message. So it's impor- Very important. Very Taylor that we know. Swift coded. So this is going to come in handy. But Hannah is sleeping over at Aria's house and Aria gets a call from Ella and Aria's like, how was your date? And she's like, oh, um, it was fine. She's like, wow, you're still on the date. And Ella's like, well, not no, not that one. Um, I think I'm on my second date now. She's on a date with the guy from the brew, even though he's younger than her. He is into her. She's into him. They're sharing muffins. It's whatever. So her fucking laugh is so annoying, though. It is. It's uncomfy. And then Aria hangs up the phone and Hannah's like, oh, who was that? And Aria goes, it's him, mom. She's a slut. Let's just go to sleep. <laughs> That's so funny. She's a slut. Let's just go to sleep. Talk about Ella Montgomery. Just so y'all don't get lost, though, this happens much later than a lot of the other stuff where we have to talk about first. Well, I mean, honestly, I'm lost the whole time. Cool, cool, cool. So um, are you? No, I have it all written down. Well, for once in your fucking in life, and you're acting so holier than thou, and you never take notes. I usually do. I'm just saying. I don't want y'all to be confused. They're in bed right now, but they're about to go back to Radley in terms of what we just, what we talk about. Yeah. Hannah, so Hannah and Aria are in Radley and they're like arguing or something or like Hannah's explaining to Aria what happened with Mr. De Laurentiis. And somehow the flashback was supposed to also like they, like it's as if Hannah and Aria left this plane of time yeah. for a moment and then jumped back into this room because Mona's disappeared. Yeah. Mona, who was sitting right in front of them. And they do find her, though. In the children's ward. In the children's ward, brushing dolls. Just humming. Brushing and humming, and she keeps repeating these things. I wrote them down. Okay, cool. Go ahead. Miss Aria, you're a killer, not Ezra's wife. Where were we? Maya's always sleeping sweet until Garrett's all rosy. Count on me. And no one to save Allie from evil. I wrote down their anagrams if you want them. Even though we talked about yeah, it Yeah, I want the Miss Aria one. Uh, Maya knew. <gasps> and actually, there's an interesting moment later we'll talk about. Basically, Hannah puts together that this is what was going on it's when they're code. laying in bed at 1138. That's important. It's okay. 1138. They're in bed. Not everybody is. <laughs> Not everybody is. <laughs> and um, Hannah calls the girls over. And we'll talk about Spencer and Emily's nights in a second because they both. Well, Emily had kind of a normal night, but Spencer, <laughs> it's not a Spencer Hastings night if she hasn't broken a few laws. No. And so Hannah's basically like, it's a code. She was saying something and they put it together. They find out that one of them is a website. The Where Were We, Maya's Always Sleeping Sweet is a website and it leads to like this website that Maya made when she was alive. And then Aria and says and you something. Need a password to get in. That was truly surprising to it's me. It's literally just a photo of Maya <laughs> on the and website. It says, it says, "What's the magic word?" What's the magic word? And it and it prompts you for a password. And if I'm Emily, I'm getting the ick. Uh, yeah, I'm also like, okay. Well, 
she wasn't like this when we were dating. Um, <laughs> yes, maybe I somebody had, else I made this. I actually had no idea that this existed. I bet this is like a like let's find Maya page probably. Um, yeah. Certain Maya definitely didn't do this. So. <laughs> um, but Arya does something kind of out of character. She says, "What was that other one?" She said, "Um, well, they okay." So the first one they decode is no one to save Ali from evil, which is not safe. And then Arya like, "What's that one about Garrett?" And I'm shocked that she didn't say, wait, what was that one where she, she was talking about me? I know. I know. Well, well, because she does bring it back to them, though. <laughs> She's like, wait a minute. Are these warnings for Allie or for us? She's no, like, Maya. She's like, not safe. Well, was Mona not safe? Or Maya. Or, no, no, no. She's asking if Mona's not safe because Mona's the one saying it. She said Mona. I think she said Maya. Mm-mm. That doesn't make sense. Yes, Maya's it does dead. because they're looking... Yeah, but they're looking at this. I think it all comes together. I think that, but Mona spreading. I think that at first Arya was like, Mona's not safe. That's why she's talking in mm. a coded language. But now yeah. she's like, or are we not safe? Yeah. Probably both. If yeah. I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess. Probably all of the above. I'm going to say both. And so before this, Emily has a run in on the street with Cece. And Cece makes another comment about her sexuality. Cece can't stop what did she say she says americano straight at least the coffee is (laughs) like girl you can shut the fuck up (laughs) but but honestly how funny would my theory have been (laughs) with all these lines if we were to find that out in the last season that would be pretty funny um and so (laughs) americano straight at least the coffee is (laughs) Cece essentially takes emily's phone takes jenna's number down into her phone calls her <laughs> this is very regina george and pretends to be nate's girlfriend and she pretends to be planned parenthood oh i thought you i was like no she doesn't no you know <laughs> yes 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 yes, yes yes it is very regina george and this is Baddell? <laughs> iconic so funny anyway um and basically makes jenna believe that she shouldn't be seeing nate anymore because that's what emily wants and emily's like why would you do that and it, i'm like emily you watched her take your phone emily you number, had so many opportunities, opportunities to, stop to stop her from doing that you could have grabbed the phone from her, like you could have been like stop what are yeah. you doing and yet you did and yet and now you want to play mr nice guy yeah <laughs> and tr- <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Why did that just happen? What? How would you describe what just happened? Just like you breathed in, but like there was something in your throat. I was like, <gasps> I don't but even. It was, it was deep. I know. It was there weird. was something in there. It was, <laughs> there is something in here. Just waiting to come It's out. like when um Ron throws up the slugs. Slugs. Slogs. For Why a while. they be butterflies? For a while. For, for a while. In Vroom Vroom, I thought she was saying... And I don't know what's funnier, but I thought maybe she Those was saying slugs. No, they can't. But I kind of thought she was saying sluts for a while. Oh, which is funny. But slugs is kind of funny. I thought you were about to say that she is saying sluts, and I w- and you thought it was slugs because I still thought it was slugs, but it is slugs. It is slugs. Those slugs. Oh, it makes sense because they're slow. Yeah. Those slugs. No, they can't catch me. Can't catch me, Detective Wilden. <laughs> <laughs> vroom vroom feet detective wilden <laughs> vroom vroom feet detective wilden and a cockney accent <laughs> that he doesn't have in Those show slugs, no they can't catch me <laughs> yeah anyway is that it no oh an a scene no 
We completely forgot Spencer's storyline for the night. Oh, <laughs> no. oh, and it's a big one. So Emily, then like later again, it's eleven thirty-eight at night. Aria and Hannah are in bed. Ella's still on her date, and there are still people in the brew. Yes. And then Emily's walking past Nate at the Apple Rose Grill, waiting for Jenna. Nate, are you making the wait staff stay open at eleven thirty-eight? Because you think like that. you think that Jenna's gonna come. It really does seem like that. <laughs> and that gives me the egg. But nothing comes from that interaction because Emily, like, w- at first I'm like, does Emily walk in there and, like, talk to him? But she just looks at him. Yep. And then walks away. Spencer! Spencer. Oh, because at one point, when they realize Mona's gone, Hannah and Aria, Hannah's like, do you still have your keys? Mm-hmm. And then we don't get an answer. And then we see a car driving around listening to heavy metal music, which is what A famously likes to listen to. Yeah. We quickly realize it's I think there was a commercial break when it probably original mm. originally aired and we were supposed to think it was Mona in the car, but um no. Spencer then is driving and then sees this car. The same rock song plays every time a scene like this happens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know that song? Yeah. Um and then it, this car goes around Spencer and Spencer goes, Jason. I like that <laughs> I love that there are only like three people in Rosewood. <laughs> yeah. Like it, of course the person it it would be Spencer and Jason, brother and sister. Of course. <laughs> Because what else? Yeah, and he's drunk driving. Yeah, he runs right into a car. <laughs> he gets in a big old and accident. He, and he's in the De Laurentiis, like company car. Oh, my God. It says yeah, De Laurentiis, it says De Laurentiis on Construction on the side. Like, it literally says his name. So then she's like, we're going to pretend this never happened. And, like, Which, gets- like, hey, Spencer, I don't care if he's, like, my estranged brother. I'm probably not taking the fall for this one. No, and I'm, I'm also, not like, getting involved. we don't need to pretend this never. It's going to be kind of hard to pretend this never happened. Yeah, I'm going to be like, hey, let's get you some help. Then they go home. Spencer leaves her car. The door to her car is open, by the way, on the side of the street. Her car also has no damage. So I don't I understand can't. what story the police are going to put together. I know. And then she goes home. Toby's like, hey, like, literally, where were you? And she's like, can you get me to get, can you take me to get my car? Like, for real? <laughs> God, why are you not already like, standing? Why are we waiting? <laughs> and he's like, wait, what? And she goes, no, 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 stop. I can't answer any questions. Right. We have to go. And he's like, oh, you have to tell me what's going on. And then there's a knock on the door. And it's literally the police. <laughs> I mean, and Spencer's not even, like, Spencer doesn't even, like, she bat does an eyelash. Not give a She's shit. like, okay, great. Uh, All what? right, so, Toby, you fucked this up. She's we had like, been what? Even th- <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Okay, can we, what? Okay, you found my car. Okay, and you're, uh, we're going to, get, literally, we're going to get it right now. Uh, it was yeah, stolen. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Like, it's your job to figure that out. Oh, my God. Uh, and Toby covers for her, which is... Which is sweet, but like, be careful. Yeah, he says it later that what he did is a literal felony. Literal felony. Don't lie to the cops. No. Um, Honestly, just is the best policy. And these pretty little liars would do well to remember that. Mm-hmm. Let, me, let me see if this is everything. Uh, now it's stuck in my head. Um, what you gonna do when a mom says no when you got a free ride but you gotta, gotta go? go. <laughs> gonna have to work. What? For a second, I thought you were making up like a selling sunset. That's crazy. Because it's literally a song from this show. <laughs> Iconic. Um, Is it a CA scene? Yeah. Okay. The A scene is we're back in the children's ward and um, A walks over to the dolls that Mona was brushing and playing with. <laughs> And pops one of their heads off and pulls out. It's kind out. of dramatic. It's a 
It's not kind of dramatic. <laughs> it's pretty. I think the point is that it's supposed to be very dramatic. Pops one of the dolls' heads off, pulls out a recording device, and it recorded the whole conversation between Aria, Hannah, and Mona. Yeah. Crazy. Troublesome. Um, next week, I fucking hate this episode. Oh, my God. No. Uh, I can't stand it. All right. <coughs> Who's reading it? <laughs> uh, I don't know. You can. Why? I don't care. Because <laughs> that means I have to Anthony's do Anthony's parched. Come on. Just read it. All right. Episode eight, season three, Stolen Kisses. Emily is struggling to deal not only with the loss of Maya, but the knowledge that someone drugged her. That was not a well-written <laughs> sentence because it sounds like... Emily, someone drugged you a long time ago. Go, you didn't care about it literally once this episode? <laughs> yeah. Going to make amends with Paige... <sighs> this is dark. <laughs> Going to make amends with Paige and trying to explain the drugged flask ends up leading Emily to insight of what she did, quote-unquote, that, that night. night. Why is this all about Emily? It is. This is um, this is the Emily story, but Aria and Ezra are, <laughs> are the, the picture of the. I hate and that. And that's erasure. I hate that. That not in Pride Month. Wow! wow. Did wow, they forget Max? it's fucking June? You know what, when, I, when I'm complaining about wow. the service, I'm gonna call you Max. Yeah, yeah. But I'm when gonna call I call you HBO Max, when, when I, I like you. you. Mm, yeah, that's kind of just the way the cookie fucking crumbles. And I also fuck you for getting rid of the purple. Wow. I mean, you said it. The blue is ugly, but here's what I will say. Okay. I do like that you can put little avatars on your people now. Okay. Because I'm Jennifer Coolidge. And of and of course. <laughs> and of course. Um, guys, thank you so much for listening. Sorry, this was a wee bit late. Um, should be back to normal next week. Reminder, they're about, oh, not even, two weeks till the Patreon is up, which is very exciting. Um, we are going to, should I reveal one of the episodes that will be on there? Why not? Okay, we are doing, drum roll please, Vampire Diaries pilot recap. Very exciting. It was very fun. Doesn't mean we won't do the show one day. We got kind of drunk, I think. Oh, yeah, we did it as a drinking game. And, like, the list that we found was intense. Was, like, we were drinking a lot. Yeah. It was, like... Yeah, we, we did. We recapped the pilot. We did a drinking game. What more do you want from us? What a great episode for you all. So get excited. That's on the Patreon along with other content. Um, and yeah, that's that's really it. Please don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, all that. We're at 90 ratings on Spotify. 10 away from 100. Slay. Which is exciting. All right. Love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. And, and split. split.